guys. Cassettes, I should say. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Case Diaries. We are on our third episode of our princess matchup. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Adam is excited about this one, I, I guess. I, well, <laughs> I'm excited about every episode that we do. <laughs> That's true. All right, so, I, I mean, obviously I have Adam with me Hello. then. So uh, we also... Yeah. This is Robin. Robin, as always. Um, and we have a special guest this episode as well to continue our matchup. And he's, I guess, kind of special to me. He's one of my younger brothers, Anthony. Anthony, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> I mean, you can say more than hi if you want. I mean, you told me to say hi. Okay. He's not wrong. <laughs> That's true. He's a typical younger brother, you know. Never had one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Neither have I. Okay. I just have a younger sister. Younger sister. Same. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay, moving on. So, all right, I guess we should, uh, let's let's go ahead and get started. So, yeah, yeah, our first matchup for tonight is Anna versus Alanwi. So, let us preface, this is the first episode where um, there will be winners from round one so if you haven't listened to round one definitely go and do that and the other ones that they are going to go up against are new characters that had basically a buy uh for the first and second round okay yeah so all right anna versus alanwi so anna is obviously from the frozen world the frozen, <laughs> the frozen. I, mean, <laughs> might as, I mean everybody knows the frozen right? <laughs> Okay, and then Alanwi is from the Black Cauldron. Yes. Who we have uh, talked about before, so. To kind of reiterate what we said in round one, um, Alanwi is extremely brave and not even worried about what the Horn King's doing. She she can take care of herself. Terran's kind of a, you know, he's not useless in the movie, but in terms of uh, his relationship with Elanwi, she probably would have gotten out of the castle without him. But then, out of the goodness of her own heart, she decides to help him. She also has a little bit of, we think, maybe some magic powers, mm-hmm. because she's got an orb, but they never really explain. Yeah, just that it likes to chase mice right. or rats. They never really <laughs> explain what it does, and I think we mostly just talked about the fact that she's in a movie that gets that's totally forgotten so mm-hmm. right. a lot of the time people i do see lots of memes of her wearing like hipster glasses and saying you've probably never heard of me because <laughs> i know i've seen the aerial ones where she's got the hipster glasses right. and everything i've seen that yeah i've seen those too <laughs> yeah but with the lawn we it's like you know i'm you've probably never heard it, of me <laughs> yeah it actually means something i think anthony just saw the black holder for the first time yeah so i listened to the first podcast and i heard you guys talking about alanwi and uh it was interesting enough i asked my sister you know when she invited <laughs> me onto this podcast to uh to borrow the movie to to watch it and i was really surprised at how you know interesting the movie was for you know just being something that's forgotten i didn't yeah. even know it existed yeah so really good movie i recommend yeah. watching it if you haven't Oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. I mean, yeah, that's a success story right there. We shared, <laughs> shared be, something and he liked it. It'd be it. rough if he came on and said he hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, have to, you'd have to deal with Jacob if you said that you hate that movie. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, Jake really likes that movie, too. Uh, I guess we could start talking about 
Anna a little bit more. Both of the characters are very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest difference, I think, when you're first comparing them is that Anna is a main protagonist, where Alonwi is more of like a uh, she's background. Yeah, she's a <laughs> protagonist. Uh, yeah, she's like a secondary protagonist. An unsung hero. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I hey. mean, yeah. She actually Throwback. probably is. Yeah. I think the most special thing about about Anna is that she saves herself. And I think she's the only when I think about all of these princesses, I think she's the only one that's like in a princess movie mm-hmm. that saves herself ultimately in the end. And the reason that's so interesting is because throughout the movie, they make it seem as if Anna is the least likely to save the day, mm-hmm. right? Anna gets uh, frozen <laughs> title, um, and she thinks that she, you know, she makes the audience believe that it, her true love's going to save her. Mm-hmm. She goes, finds the finds the guy she thinks is her true love. That doesn't work out. <laughs> Um, and then you think, oh, well, then the guy that really does love her, he's going to save her. Mm-hmm. And then, no, she saves herself. Yeah. Because it's her love for Elsa that keeps her from, you know, freezing to death. And it, it's interesting because we don't we don't really know if Kristoff, uh, like, kissing Kristoff would have worked. Because she, like, mm-hmm. decides. It's like, well, Kristoff's over here. But Elsa's about to be killed over right. here. She so chooses I'm gonna go, right. She chooses Elsa over herself. Right, and and, yeah. and that sacrifice, you know, supposedly sacrificing yourself for for your sister like that is mm-hmm. what the true love actually right becomes. So when you think of Anna, she's the most regular of any. You know, she's the most ordinary princess mm-hmm. uh, that you could possibly think of i mean you know she and the the thing is is she ends up saving the day not the princess that has magical snow powers so you'd think you know you'd think it would be somebody else you'd think elsa would save the day you think that it would be any of the men that rescue her as in like tangled you know the man Mm -hmm. rescues her or any of these other ones right (laughs) snow white sleep beauty you get the rest of them um but really it's her and uh, she's the only person throughout the movie that never loses faith in Elsa. Uh, she's the only one that she and she's notable because she's like, well, I'm going to go out and save her myself. I'm going to get her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's not scary. She's not a threat. She's never going to hurt me because she's my sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though it's that very trust that she has in other people, that is her downfall mm-hmm. because she trusts Hans immediately. Yeah. yeah. So she's very she's naive, and she's very trusting, and mm-hmm. so and, it, and it's a good thing and a bad thing, mm-hmm. because if she didn't, you know, have such faith in Elsa, and and yeah, and so desperate for interaction with anyone, right. you know, mm-hmm. she was so excited. She's thirsty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so excited that the gates were opening, um, not only to find some uh, some man. Mm-hmm. But but you and know just chocolate. to see right and just, <laughs> right. just just to see other people for a while because they never open the gates anymore right yeah yeah um, um, that that's part of it like so blinded by just wanting to see people just like you know kind of has it in her head that everyone is like it must be so wonderful out there it's like oh nothing could possibly go wrong there can't right. be bad people when in fact there can be so yeah. And so when you think about Alonwi, uh, you know, she 
you know, in the beginning of the movie, she does kind of save herself mm-hmm. by, um, you know, <laughs> getting out of the castle, uh, the dungeon on her right. own. Mm-hmm. Uh, she shows tear in the way. Mm-hmm. She inserts herself into a conflict that she doesn't need to insert herself in. Mm-mm. You know, again, it's like another thing when we were talking about Tiger Lily and her. And we were saying that basically with Tiger Lily, things were happening to her and she was reacting to those things. Mm-hmm. Whereas along we kind of goes... Faces the danger herself. Yeah, yeah. when she doesn't have to. Yeah. Which that's a good point because I didn't think about it. Because after they left the castle, she could have just like been like, peace, I'm out of here. Yeah. Right, she uh, totally could have. <laughs> you can protect your pig by yourself, bye. Exactly, like, I'm free, I have my orb. I'm right. good. And she was like, Bye. oh, but, like, the army of the undead, that might be bad for, like, my life since I'm a princess, but, yeah, Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I'll deal with it when I need to. <laughs> now, I wonder if she had any relation to the Horned King, because he's, like, he's a king. Technically. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Interesting. <laughs> he's, like, an uncle. Changes the movie. <laughs> Some weird. <laughs> Everyone or, has that family member that embarrasses yeah. them, right? Or if she wasn't, like if if uh, her parents would have been like, okay, you gotta marry him because we gotta <laughs> we gotta have an alliance. Oh my gosh! Oh, with God. this neighboring place, Gross. especially because he's like ruler of like everything. He now. told us. He told us that if you marry him, he won't destroy us. So, so you gotta marry him. Yeah. It's on you, man. She wouldn't be in the dungeon though. Probably true. She'd yeah. be somewhere else. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a very villainous thing true. to do to just keep your betrothed in the dungeon. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Makes sense. You know, the beast does that for a minute. Well, I guess he's not her. She's not his betrothed. No, <laughs> just some lucky lady, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time that we're rediscussing someone, so it is kind mm-hmm. of hard. If if we're going to compare them head to head, like, what are their strengths and weaknesses? Well, some of the weaknesses we talked about with Anna, you know, just being naive and so blinded by being locked up in her castle, essentially, with nobody to talk to. I mean, she sings it in the song. She started talking to the paintings, mm-hmm. you know, and she's just kind of a little bit crazy at that point, um, but but still very grounded. And, and you know, you, you explained it well. Um, relatable normal princess you know she seems just like a regular person i think it might have to do kind of with like elsa being the older sister um and kind of like assumed that she would be the queen so anna didn't really have to worry about it kind of allowed her to be herself but uh and then and then on in alonwi's case i mean maybe as far as weaknesses go it's it's harder to say because she she doesn't really show them, you know. We don't see enough of her, probably, right, to really right. know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's a silly thing to to face the Horde King, but I mean, it obviously works out, and they 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 do what needs to be done. But I wouldn't really consider that a weakness, you know. So, yeah. so that's harder to say. I think, I yeah. think maybe the major weakness for Alan Wee is the fact that we don't see a lot of her. You know, we don't get a huge backstory for her. Uh, whereas Anna, I mean, she's the main character of Frozen. So we get a full story about her. Whereas Alanwi's kind of like, you know, maybe an unsung hero behind Taryn. You know, kind of argues with him here and there, trying to get him to do the right thing. She actually, like, tells him, hey, use the sword so we can get out of the castle. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. The thing about Anna is that 
I mean, her intelligence is never really something that comes up. You don't really know how, you know, we said we said she was naive. Um, but, you know, when she goes out into the world, she just assumes that she can. Like, that's just who Anna is. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's out and she's like, oh, cool. No, I can drive this sleigh. I can climb this mountain. I can, yeah, you know, I, she goes I can do out these the, things. Yeah, she goes out there dressed in just her regular the, the her dress she clothes. wore. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. it was summer at the beginning of the day. <laughs> right. So she, you know, she's not ready for the weather, but she's like, this will take a few hours. You know, I'll just go get her and yeah. uh, bring her back. You know, it's. Luckily, that little shop is there and has yeah. just enough winter stuff for her. That's her size. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> right. you know, and she leaves Hans in charge, which is a little bit of a. Uh, yeah, thing that's to a do. huge trust thing. Yeah. Um, which, you know. In she, this case, she puts her a, life in his hands. You right. know, she she really wholeheartedly trusts him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they were they were about to get married. Yeah, but you know, but again, it's that trust though that saves the day at the end of the movie. You right. know, because she believes so much in Elsa and loves her. She's like, well, that's fine. I'm already dying anyway. I guess I'll just you know I'll just stand in front of her and mm-hmm. you know take well, this sword. Luckily, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, the sword shattered and not her. Yeah, being yeah. made of ice. Yeah. Do you, are you familiar? Are you familiar with Frozen too? Because I know you just saw the Black Cauldron. I yes. bet you're familiar with Frozen, right? Yeah. If you live in America, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, shoot, the rest of the world is probably sick of Frozen too. I'm sure everyone yeah. is. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Especially those with Frozen children. Two in theaters this fall. Anyway, um, <laughs> I mean the music was very, very good for Frozen. So. Yeah, it was. It was very good. Mm-hmm. I guess, and that's another thing. At least last week we were able to kind of compare songs, but mm-hmm. we can't mm-hmm. really compare songs because El- Alonmi doesn't sing. No, um, and Anna has some good songs in the movie. Mm-hmm. She sings a duet with Hans. Mm-hmm. She sings a song by herself, and then she sings another duet. She actually sings a lot. Yeah, she yeah, gets her. She, <laughs> she gets her wanting more song that we bring up all the time. Yeah, you know. Do you want to build a snowman? Is a great. I love that song because mm-hmm. it, we're not. I know we're not fighting about the movies, but mm-hmm. or not fighting, but I know we're not <laughs> discussing the movies. But that is a great exposition song mm-hmm. that you know. Sometimes these movies don't have. That's that made it really special. And it was an easy, easy and clever way to age their age them yeah. up because yes. the movie starts when they're like toddlers. You know, six, right. five or six. Um, and then it ages them up to where they need to be for the rest of the movie in mm-hmm. one song. So. Yeah. So really, she sings more than Elsa does. And some <laughs> of the other princesses, yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, Alonmi does not sing. She at doesn't get all. a chance. No. Because the Black Cauldron wasn't a princess movie. Mm-mm. Right. You know, she she's a princess in it, but I like to think that if the Black Cauldron had done well, maybe Disney would have done some sort of like universe thing with it. Uh, maybe at some yeah. point yeah maybe yeah. if they decide to remake that one maybe cool. they could they could remake the black cauldron though i wish they would remake it and make it rated r yeah at yeah. least it'd be like a disney lord of the rings yeah <laughs> maybe maybe we should just get like they should just give up the ip and let somebody else do it but i mean are they really gonna revisit it <laughs> yeah maybe are when you they... listening disney <laughs> yeah maybe when they finished with all their live action remakes uh, hey okay. Anthony, how about, you, yeah. how about you decide who our so, winner is? Yeah, how do you feel about Anna and Alana? I'm sorry. Go ahead, I'm Anthony. Cutting off that conversation right now. Before we digress Adam's, too much, Adam's not having that one. Yes. <laughs> All right. So when it comes down to Anna versus Alanwi, mm-hmm. uh, we we talked about you know Anna's weakness of trusting everyone. I feel like 
part of that comes from the fact that she was sheltered just like Elsa was. They didn't see anybody else. They didn't, well, I mean, Elsa knew better because she was older, not to trust people as much, but Anna was younger and, like, never encountered anybody who she couldn't put her trust in. So, Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. For It's also, like, humanity. It's, mm-hmm. you know, if we are in a position where we can trust, we can flourish the most, we can, you know, talk mm-hmm. to paintings on the wall, but... <laughs> Uh, whereas Alan, we, we don't know like the situation too much other than the fact that the Horned King thought that you know he could find the Black Cauldron using her floating orb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. it's got a yeah. name, but I don't remember what it is. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you either. Yeah. It, they only showed it once in the right. whole movie, and it was like five seconds. So, ooh, see... <laughs> I, I think it's it's really tough because Anna, you know, you have the main character and you get to see her more and you get, you know, the songs and it's obviously a newer movie. But with Alanwi, she may not be the main character, but she is, you know, just as strong, if not stronger than the main character in the movie. And really like, mm-hmm. I, I think I, I'm i going to have to go with Alanwi on this one. Oh, ah, all right. Nice. We have a winner. I don't think that, you know, being the, the primary character in something should determine whether or not, you know, you, you move on in this bracket. Right. I, I think that... Right. I mean, right. We're, yeah. we're, we're trying to compare the characters, not the movies, so that's totally valid. Valid point. All right. Yeah. There we go. Round, round one of this episode done. Good job. Thank you, Anthony. So next up, we have Nala versus Ada. So, what? I know, really. Animals again? <laughs> okay, so obviously everyone knows that Nala is from The Lion King, and Ada, of course, is um, back from our other bracket. She was the winner, and she is from A Bug's Life. Or, yeah, yep. A Bug's Life. Sorry. Second guess myself, guys. I'm sorry. From DreamWorks Ants. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> right? <throw> <laughs> but, alright, so we're throwing in... Uh, Nala here, obviously another one not on the official list. Um, I think the only reason she's not an official Disney princess is she's a lion. And they want to keep the list human. She's just, I mean, she's just as much in the movie as Jasmine is in Aladdin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all. And and, and I love her character so much. Yeah. Like, not taking any crap from Simba, even as a kid. Mm -hmm. Just, like, being just as tough as him. Like, shoot, she could have challenged him if that were a thing you know yeah Mm -hmm. and just taken over but um obviously she's they're just friends Mm -hmm. but um, i mean (laughs) i mean at first at first when they're kids they're betrothed when they're kids oh i guess that's true Mm -hmm. that is true Ah. yeah so it's kind of like a prince philip and aurora i've seen this movie about i mean not to brag probably 500 times (laughs) yeah yeah i watched it every day when i was a kid so almost as many times as frozen now maybe (laughs) (laughs) pretty close at least for the kids Um, now yeah so yeah that's that's a real that's lucky that you uh Fall in love with the person you're betrothed to. That's, yeah. That's real. It seemed like there were a lot of other lionesses that he had as an option. Yeah. True. I mean, I guess they were born pretty much at the same time, but yeah, if we're talking cool. real life, then he would have had all of the lionesses, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the lions. Anyway. Okay, so back, back to her. Okay. 
Nala's really interesting because we don't know what she did for a large portion of the movie. And it, it's just because, you know, she thinks Simba's dead. Mm-hmm. And she's mourning him because he was her best friend and then, you know, eventual partner, mate. So we have no idea how she handled the news of his death. We don't know. We didn't see any of the aftermath of his supposed death. And she goes out and she refuses to submit to Scar, who has now taken over Pride Rock. She took the initiative to go try to find food because obviously there was really nothing. Right. Well, because, yeah, yeah, everything was, you know, desolate and barren. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he let the hyenas run crazy and... Um, and she stumbles upon Simba, and she's, like, really happy about it, but she's also like, you have got to come back. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she finds out that he, when he's like, nah, like, I don't really want to, like, they fall in love, there's a whole song about it. Um, <laughs> and she's like, okay, cool, now it's time for you to go back. And he's like, no. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to wait around. I need, I mean... Our 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 friends are dying. I'm not going to stay here with you, right? Yeah. You, so. I mean, you better decide on doing the right thing, because like I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I love you, but like I'm not gonna make that decision where I'm gonna abandon our pride so that you can hang out with Timon and Pumbaa for the rest of your and life. Just eat bugs forever, yeah, yeah. and just totally avoid your duties. Bugs. This, I mean. Sure, your life is great, hunky dory. Whoop de doo. Let me applaud for you. Yeah, hakuna the... matata. <laughs> yeah, hakuna. The rest of us are dying. Right. right. <laughs> like, what about hakuna your matata out of here? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but like, what about your mom? Like, your mom is right. Sarabi like, still right, alive. Sarabi, which can we talk about Sarabi just for a second? Yeah. Like, what a badass. Yeah. For real. Sarabi's awesome, and she gets like three minutes of film time. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Scar, like throws her or something. I remember he, 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 he like, hits her. Hits her. Yeah. 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 I remember oh, that. That's, man. like, that's the scene that shows all the kids watching, like, how bad Scar is. Mm-hmm. Like, as if the murder wasn't bad enough, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we see him, like, smack her, and you're yeah, like... <gasps> ten times the King Mufasa was. Yeah. Oh. And he, yeah. Um, <laughs> she'll definitely be on the, like, great Disney women list. Right. Sarabi's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, Nala's cool because she was still fighting and she yeah. refused to. If there, if there were a thing, if there were such a thing as a lion rebellion, she would be in it for right. sure. Like you know, if if there were like a coup to overthrow Scar or something like that, you know, she'd be the leader of that. Right. So uh, let's talk about Ada because uh, you know our friend Anthony was not here last yeah. last time we talked about yeah. Ada. So she beat Dot in the first round. Right. Mm-hmm. Ada is the older aunt on the ant hill mm-hmm. in <laughs> a bug's life we chose i think jacob chose her because he thought that uh she was more relatable and because he thought that she showed she was uh, a better leader mm-hmm. yeah she her the change that she went through the growth that she had to experience during the movie was a lot more powerful or a lot it was more, more ro- pivotal to yeah the yeah exactly yeah. um you know her having s- have you know, starting out so um, nervous and 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 worried about the responsibility that she has taking care of the rest of the ant hill, which is you know thousands of ants. You know, mm-hmm. right? So that that putting a lot of stress on her and not wanting to not wanting to deal with Flick and his uh, inventions or or change 
in general because she just wants to make sure it gets done right, even though the right way is kind of the wrong way yeah. because of the, the uh, grasshoppers. But um, It's not so much that she doesn't, she's resistant to change. It's more that she knows that this way works. Right. And she's she knows that if she fails and if she makes a mistake, then everyone's going to mm-hmm. die. Right. And and I think that one thing that's really special about her that makes her different from the other princesses is that we do we do see other princesses like in a position of power in some of these movies, but very rarely do we see the consequences of those of that power and the how much they how much responsibility they have mm-hmm. and we never actually watch them rule. And that's what Ada's doing in this movie. She's at, we actually see her making these decisions, mm-hmm. and we see her. You know, she dismisses Flick, and it's you know all the kids watching are thinking like, "Oh no, you know, you need to listen to him. He's the main character." Um, and <laughs> and obviously, you know, that's what but we're to supposed her. to believe. But to her, it's like he's kind of this this crazy nut job yeah. who is trying to sub you know subvert everything and change the mm-hmm. system. And she's like, "Cool, but like, what if that doesn't work?" then everyone will die. And when we think about these two, we never really see Nala, you know, in that kind of position. But we know that if she was in that position, she would do everything that she could Absolutely. to save everybody else, especially because she's like, well, I'm going back and I'm going to make sure that everybody in our pride can eat. Um, mm-hmm. You have fun hanging out with your friends here, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go. And if... You know, if, if if I never see you again, that'd be a shame because I love you. But yeah, and yeah. you better make the right dang decision. We, you you should have made this decision before Rafiki came and smacked you into it. But, <laughs> yeah. but whatever. Um, yeah, it's her and Rafiki that are the two things that make him go back. You yeah, know, yeah. It's interesting that there's a common theme in both of these. Then they're both, you know, about food this like you you know like they're both (laughs) survival of the rest of the kingdom essentially they're trying to obtain food for their whole yeah i mean it's so so like ada represents like the the colony and like Mm -hmm. their resistance to kind of change because you know they know that this system will get the food to appease the grasshoppers and uh nala represents like hey you know we need food for the pride we need you know we need to make sure the pride survives so in that way they're very similar so obviously uh you know nala wanting change is different than ada not wanting change in a mm-hmm. sense because it's like you know it's not like it's the same situation it's not like nala's like yeah let's ju- let's just change the system cuz you know she's right. like hey yeah no we've got like this dictator and like he took over and suddenly the sun never came out and, <laughs> and there's the grass died <laughs> yeah everything everything sucks now yeah. he's hitting women well female lions and yeah it's like uh, ada's kind of okay with the status quo you know it's like they would be fine yeah if they continued this way i mean it's pretty shitty that they have to keep excuse me they have to keep giving all of this grain to the grasshoppers and then they have barely right. any left but they survive. Yeah. Whereas in Nala's case, they're gonna die eventually if, yeah. they, mm-hmm. if this continues, no matter what. I mean, she seems it, when you kind of like put them up together that way, Ada almost seems a little more weak because she mm-hmm. is okay with just you know right. always trying to please the grasshoppers. Right. But when you get to that point in the film where the grass where things go wrong and the grasshopper hopper, I believe he's like who's in charge 
And mm-hmm. she's like, it's me, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is, she, um, <clears throat> when she decides to go with Lick, Flick and go with his ideas, you know, she's like, okay, everybody. And she has this strong, sudden, con- suddenly this confidence mm-hmm. that she didn't seem to have before. And she's like, here's what we're going to do. And and she she shows signs of leadership at the beginning, too. So it's not like she just learned it because she started to work with Flick, you know. I remember the scene where the blade of grass falls in front of the line. Yeah. And because they follow each other so heavily, they're like, oh, I don't know where to go now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's that's how it works with Anson in like, real life, which is a hilarious joke. Belief. Yeah. Right, and she's <laughs> able to true. help fix that, and she's able to help people calm down when they're hiding in the thing, when the grasshoppers eventually come. Because yeah. they do try to offer up their, like, right. amount, even though so much mm-hmm. of it falls in the mm-hmm. water. But, um... You know, so she's she's definitely shows signs of leadership and would have probably made a great queen. I mean, yeah, right. will make a great queen. And w- she also saves Flick at the end of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. I think one of her biggest changes um, when a- after everything's kind of gone wrong is that she accepts help. Like, in the beginning, she was kind of like the leader and she didn't want any help. She didn't want Flick's help. Uh, she wanted to do it the same way. And and afterwards, she kind of, I feel like, she, doesn't she ask kind of for his help to build that big bird yeah. thing and right. all that? So she ends up accepting help, which I feel like she wouldn't have done at the beginning of the movie. Right. Which I think has to do a lot with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, becoming more confident, not yeah. worrying so much about having to carry it all on your shoulders or what people will think of you or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we think of confidence, Nala has no shortage of confidence either when they're kids i mean she's very sassy um (laughs) she's not gonna take shit from anybody Um, and when she's an adult i mean she's pins simba every time yeah um (laughs) but then i think she lets him right pin pin her i I think it's implied that she lets simba pin her at the end yeah or or, during uh, the song song, yeah yeah Yeah, well she's a better hunter you know yeah she would have won anyway yeah because what he's been eating grubs his whole life he probably hasn't (laughs) learned to hunt really anyway yeah (laughs) she's totally a team player you know like she's gonna do whatever she can she'll step back when she needs to step back she's gonna Mm -hmm. fight when she needs to fight she she kind of rallies the lionesses once simba does come back she rallies all the rest of the pride around simba all right So. so I guess it's it's decision time, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, you, and you can talk through it, too. You don't have to yeah. just make a choice. So Nala, from the beginning of the movie, is basically at the point where Ada is near, like, the big crux of the movie in A Bug's Life. So I, I really feel like they're very, very similar characters. And I, I want to go with Ada just because she has a change that's like really significant and really like helps turn the movie whereas Nala is just always there and always supportive which is really good but I like the change like the it says a lot about a character to be able to to change to go through that for the betterment of the their self and for all of the the people so mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, that's a hard choice. So yeah. good job. Yeah. yeah, that is those those two are. I mean, of all of these choices today, I think those two are the most equally matched. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough. That's, it's a tough choice. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Because no. Nala, I mean, 
Lion King was always my favorite Disney mm-hmm. movie. So I'm like, oh, well, yes. so, I know. It's so hard you when feel? you can't come, when we really try to keep the movie out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you still need to see Lion King too. I do. Simba's pride. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> that is a fact. Maybe, well, we had Kiara as a Disney woman. <laughs> she's technically a princess. Uh, technically she's a princess, but we haven't been including sequels from nope, the beginning. we have so. not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we could do another bracket with that. Of just sequel princesses. <laughs> sequel there you princesses. Go. <laughs> Oh boy! Because <laughs> Ariel has a daughter too. Yeah, she sure oh, does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I'd have to watch a lot of sequels because I don't think I watched any sequels uh, <laughs> except oh for maybe 102 like... Dalmatians. I think <laughs> the live-action sequel. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, the, the animated sequel I was also called animated, 102 right? Dalmatians. Wasn't there one that's like Patch, Patches London Adventure? I thought that was oh some like straight to anyway. straight to VHS. Probably. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Mars, wasn't there some uh, podcast player that you wanted to talk about? Yeah. So I discovered PodCoin. And if you like our podcast, The Black Case Diaries, well, then PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast that you can listen to. It's the podcast player that pays. You can find it on iPhone or Android. It's free and super easy to use. If you use our code BLACKCASE, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. And if you use our code, that's awesome. I mean, 300 points. Yeah. So just remember, BLACKCASE. All right. Thanks, Mars. That's some good information. All right. So uh, I can't even remember which two princesses we're on now. (laughs) We are on Vanellope and Elsa. Oh, this is a great matchup. Ding, oh, ding, ding. yeah. Round one. Uh, on face value, it's very strange because Vanellope is like the weirdest princess, I think. <laughs> um, just because they, they purposefully make her like a satirical princess, like kind of an outsider looking in at the Disney princess formula, you know, being very meta in that way, meeting all the other princesses, mm-hmm. having never sang a song until they tell her about it. It's like, what? You know. Because I'm kind of going off of um, Wreck-It Ralph 2 Vanellope here, because that's where she really kind of gets her princessness, mm-hmm. you know. But I guess if we're talking about Wreck-It Ralph 1, then she doesn't even realize she's a princess the whole movie, mm-hmm. um, which is something similar to um, uh, Aurora, who <laughs> doesn't know she's a princess the whole movie. Yeah. Um, but is is actually royalty, and, and whereas Elsa, you know, Knows she's a princess, becomes queen in the movie, has magic powers, uh, you know, has a has a, a completely at this point iconic song. So yeah. so I I mean obviously all of the princesses are similar in ways, but um, I feel like these two are kind of a, a really strange pick, like matchup. They actually, I mean, I actually do think that they have a lot more in common than people might realize. Okay, they are both the headstrong new age kind of princess very different when you think of elsa telling anna hey you can't marry a man you just met that was the first (laughs) time that's been said in any disney princess movie Mm -hmm. and then at the same time when you think of the fact that vanellope has the glitch Mm -hmm. and elsa has her ice powers and while the ice powers are obviously you know far more have such a far reach and do so many different things versus the glitch um the ice powers are the very thing 
that keep Elsa contained and force Elsa to be separated from everybody and to believe that no one will accept her, just as the glitch is the very reason that Vanellope believes that no one will accept her because everybody makes fun of her for the glitch. And ultimately, at the end, for both of them, that power, Elsa's ice powers, the glitch are the very things that make them special and different. And for now, in Vanellope's yeah. case, it is she's a better racer because she's able to use the glitch to, you know, get a little farther. So she, they do have similarities. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing connection. They're more aware than any other, or most other princesses that, that are around because I feel like they're aware of the princess status and what that entails, and they go their own way make their own path yeah definitely um both of them kind of like you said they kind of are in that new wave disney princess where they break the mold vanellope basically doesn't end up i mean she's technically a princess um yeah but she does she doesn't really stay in it mm-hmm. you know she once she becomes a princess she's like well i'll just put my old clothes back on and i'll just stay the way i was yeah doesn't really change her She's allowed to race after that point, which is great. And she's, like, part of the game again. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't really affect her personality. It doesn't affect uh, what decisions she makes or who she decides to hang out with. She shows that being a princess is not necessarily a goal. Mm -hmm. You know, where, you know, in the earlier films, it was kind of like, well, being the princess, being with the prince, this is the goal, right? To be the prettiest, to be the... The one that everybody looks up to. Vanellope's like, she takes that attention, she gets that attention, and she's like, yeah, that's fine, <laughs> but I'd rather just do what I want to do. Yeah. And that's that's another interesting point, is um, in both cases here, there's no prince to, to even worry about. You know, the, the, the prince, quote-unquote, person in Frozen is, is with Anna, so it doesn't have anything to do with Elsa. Mm-hmm. And then Ralph isn't really a prince. They're no. not, they're just friends. They're, they're not, not romantic. Yeah, she's it, a child. Right, yeah, the right, idea exactly. is that Vanellope and all those all those races are like children. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So um, you know, it, it doesn't come up, mm-hmm. and uh, they'll never grow up. So it will never really right, be a problem. Right. Yeah. Which is a which is an interesting case in in Vanellope's mm-hmm. uh, in Vanellope's case because she the fact that she's never going to grow up she's going to have that child mindset forever whenever she leaves the. Once she's able to leave her game, because with the glitch she wasn't able to leave, mm-hmm. but once she's able to leave, you know, finding, seeing all these other games and, and being not overwhelmed, but like in awe of all these other things, and she she gets kind of addicted to the what's going to happen next, that kind of excitement. Um, and, and if she were to grow up into mature, maybe she'd get out of that a little bit. She would uh, um, kind of maybe have to take some responsibility as princess or or maybe then queen of Sugar Rush, you know, but with, with them not ever growing up, just being computer game characters, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. gets rid of all of that. Uh, neither one of them really seems to have a, a very big loyalty to their kingdom. Mm-hmm. Elsa obviously has more of a loyalty to her kingdom, but she, at, you know, at, at the first moment of people realizing she has these powers, she runs away and when Anna comes back, comes to tell her, like, you should come back, she's like, no, I'm not coming back. And and so, you know, even though she's queen, she's like, I'm not going to rule that kingdom. Mm-hmm. She, um, she, she's more happy with de- being herself, even being if she's alone. alone. 
you know, this isn't like that way that they're similar, right? You know, it's like, well, I'm just going to be who I am over being a princess or being a queen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in some cases, that's not really a good thing. It's not like a great trait uh, for Elsa because obviously they need Elsa needed to come back. She needed to come back and, and fix things mm-hmm. for everybody. The problem was Elsa didn't think that she could fix things and she didn't think that there was any possible way that she could make things better for her people. It is kind of her fault that the the kingdom is in perpetual winter. I mean, not obviously not on purpose, but... Yeah. I mean, she definitely... It's kind of like that moment right when she left is like when she mastered her powers. Um, the moment that she was kind of set free and able to actually use them and do whatever she wanted with them. And it was kind of like an intoxicating thing. It was like, oh, cool. Like, <laughs> I haven't been able to do this my entire life. Right. And all I've ever been told is that no one will ever accept me. Mm-hmm. So why should I mm-hmm. believe that now that the kingdom knows what I can do, they're going to take me back? Right. And so mm-hmm. there, it is, she has a good reason for being up there. And it makes sense. You know, her powers seem very emotion-driven. Yeah. Um, you know, she has a hard time controlling them, trying to hide them while in the kingdom. But they kind of leak out, you know, because she's it's such an emotional thing. Um, and when she when people realize it and it's obviously frightening for her, she's things start freezing around her and as she runs away. But then once she lets it go, you know You know, oh yeah. Like the song. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a song? Nah. Um But once once <laughs> she's able to do that and she's free to do to be herself emotionally she's more relaxed and happy about the situation obviously much more in control able to make a dress able right. to make the castle <laughs> you know do all that stuff so so it it totally makes sense that yeah. once having that you're not going to want to go back to what right. she assumed it would be absolutely uh, and you know she really she does kind of surrender herself when the witch hunters come because they basically convince her like look i mean you're just going to hurt more people and she's just like, oh, okay. So she goes, you know, or, you know, because they're going to, like, you know, shoot her with things. They were gonna... <laughs> you, you remember that scene? Yeah. They have a crossbow. Yeah, they had crossbows. There's, like, a big chandelier that she dumb. created that falls on top yeah. of her and stuff. And and it, and it it helps their argument that, oh, you're just going to hurt everyone. Yeah. Because, you know, shortly before that, she had accidentally hurt Anna again. Yeah. Well, Maybe. <laughs> she didn't know how to control her powers. I think is part of the problem. She was like, I can't go back because I don't know how to undo it. I made it perpetual winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it. What would going back, they're just going to, you know, they're just call gonna me a witch. Put, they're me, gonna, in, put yeah. me in prison like they do. Right. And again, it's it seems emotion driven. You know, Anna's there and she's like, no, I don't want to go back. But then Anna like insists and tries to grab her and she's like, no. And that's when the, yeah. right. that's when the, the burst kind of goes through Anna. She is pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Vanellope in... In the second Wreck and Ralph movie, which Vanellope has a little bit of a leg up because she, you know, her movie has a sequel mm-hmm. that's like a Disney animated classic sequel, which mm-hmm. oh, that's very rare um, mm-hmm. for these princesses. There is so much more in that movie that explores her as a princess. Mm-hmm. Right. The first movie is much more about Ralph, which obviously makes sense. It's it's the it's his movie, mm-hmm. but then you know they decide to to expand on her a lot more in the sequel. Um, where we can get a lot more of that character in the inner conflict that she's having where, you know, she she loves her game, she loves Ralph, um, they're best friends, and they she wants 
you know, she wants him to be happy, but at the same time is really struggling because she wants to be happy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, but being happy, herself being happy is going to make others less happy. Which Just like sucks. Elsa. Yeah. Just like Elsa. Mm-hmm. There's a lot you of... You know what? You're absolutely right, Robin. <laughs> yeah. There's... A... Those so... are my favorite words. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jacob say those often enough for never. you? Never. Uh, he never enough. says this. <laughs> no, yeah. There's a lot of connection, I think, here because they both had powers that they weren't able to necessarily control completely at the at beginning. least at first mm-hmm. yeah because i mean the glitch she didn't exactly know how that worked exactly until she played around with it a lot more um they were both outsiders i mean elsa after of course she revealed that she was able to have these powers i mean obviously they didn't know before that but right once she revealed them she was an outsider so they were both outsiders at some point they both had yeah. these powers they didn't exactly know how to control and and they both like o- overcame them basically and and were able to help others despite you know having these powers i suppose but yeah yeah and you know if we're going to go ahead and talk about their powers right mm-hmm. elsa has the ability to obviously make snow happen <laughs> uh she can build <laughs> ice castles she can mm-hmm. make a dress i don't really the dress thing confused me. We don't know how. Um, so she she can do a whole array of things that we're not quite sure yeah. where it caps and like what, you know. It's like, wouldn't that it's, be cold? And she can create life. Dress. Essentially. Yeah, she can I mean, create life. She, she mm-hmm. obviously harbors a very strong magic that she doesn't understand mm-hmm. and that hopefully we all understand better in the second, second one that's I, coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes beyond ice. Yeah later like maybe there's something there's a lot more or if to there's this. other princesses mm-hmm. with the same with Ooh, with powers that, that. maybe be... can bend other elements mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i say bend like it's avatar i mean it's, uh, <laughs> but you, you get me like it. maybe there's yeah. a fire princess when we talk about that versus vanellope mm-hmm. Vene- what vanellope does is more of like a skill set right yeah she learns she is able to drive very well obviously it comes very easy to her but she's able to like really develop that skill and she's able to make it and at to a, to a point where she's so confident in it that she will leave her game mm-hmm. to race elsewhere in a very dangerous game. And remember, guys, if you get killed outside of your game, you're killed forever. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And Vanellope does not care about that. No. No. I mean, okay. I mean, that's how we all live our lives because we're not video game characters. Right. <laughs> and, and yeah, even in something like Slaughter Race, which is in, like basically the Disney-fied GTA, it has to. I mean, that's kind of what they were going for, at least what it seemed like. But anyway. Things exploding everywhere, sharks in the sewers, mm-hmm. like bad time place. And yet, boom, she is able to pick it up immediately and drive like like with the best of them. I, I do kind of want to bring up the fact that Vanellope wasn't able to drive until Ralph built her a car. She's at a disadvantage there. She was always told she can't race. They never let, because, you know, the King Candy was preventing her so that it didn't, like, reset the game at all. So... That's a big thing when it comes to, like, her whole backstory. Because she wanted to race. She very much so wanted to race. It was in her code. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, it was, it was you know, like, riding a bike. Once you get on, yeah. you just can't get off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. And she obviously learns it very quickly. I mean. Right. Between, she... yeah, she, she it, like we said, it's part of her, so she picks yeah. it up. 
And then between the first and second movie, you don't really know how much time passed. Yeah. She becomes the best of the best. She wins every I time. Mean, yeah, I mean, if it, if it's our time that passed, it was like six years. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? So, yeah, because Wreck-It Ralph came out in 2012. Even in the second um, movie, they have characters like, you know, real life people that come in the little girls come in and are like oh i want her Penelope yeah. because she has the glitch mm-hmm. like i can win because she has this awesome right. glitch <laughs> yeah she becomes the favorite essentially mm-hmm. to race with mm-hmm. obviously she's very good at what she does she's not afraid to branch out do different mm-hmm. things and you know when she starts to discover her princessness like when she finds the other princesses and that is you know i that was such a great part of the movie mm-hmm. because it was, mm-hmm. you know, they they showed basically all the tropes and the way that she kind mm-hmm. of is very different than that. Um, and it, when we said last time, Elsa is a character that does more for the audience than she does for people in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Vanellope isn't quite that way, but she is, I mean, she does show people that being a princess is not the end-all be-all. You know, you can be offered these things, but if it's not who you are, you should just be true to who you are Mm -hmm. versus, you know, being a princess. And when it comes to Elsa, that's exactly, you know, she's like, I would much rather just be able to use my powers and have nobody bother me than be the queen of Arendelle. Elsa felt like she could leave because she knew that her sister was still there. She knew Anna was still there. She So she was like, you know what? If I leave, I have these powers, but you know what? My kingdom will be fine because Anna's there, and I trust right. Anna. She's my sister. Right. She'll point. do great. In in the movie, they really make it feel like she make it seem like she didn't think about it at all. Yeah, True. like she was afraid and she just ran. And but I'm sure at some point when she's up there in that castle, she thought about it. Like, yeah, mm, you right. know what? I just became queen like <laughs> yesterday, and now I'm up here in my ice castle. So. Well, I mean, also, like, she's thinking, I'm protecting my people by being away. I'm not mm. going to hurt anybody up here. Yeah. I can make all this stuff and have all this stuff here, and I'm not <coughs> going to hurt anybody. So, in that way, I mean, it kind of justifies what she was doing. She didn't mm-hmm. know that it was perpetual, you know, like, winter right. down. Mm-hmm. So, in her mind, she was like, I am doing the best thing for my people that I yeah. can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until she and consequently, confronted. like she can be herself too, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, because I, I mean that she is a visual representation of what it's like when you know people have to hide who they are or not be who they are. But the moment that she was allowed to be who she was, she made all these beautiful things. So, how do you feel, Anthony? Yeah. What do you, how you Judge. I right. feel like we talked more about Elsa than Vanellope, and it makes me feel a little sad because I feel yeah. like Vanellope is such a great character that we, you know. But you know that, so. Yeah, Vanellope is a very great character. It it does limit what what she can be because she is a kid. Like, she goes outside the game and has fun outside the game. But when it comes down to it, you know, every time something happens, it's like, you're a kid, you know? And I, I guess from, like, a kid's point of view, they can look up to Vanellope and be like, you know, she gets to be who she wants to be. She, you know, challenges authority and, you know, like, tries to be there. Whereas Elsa, you know, she's kind of, like, stuck where she is because of her powers. With uh, Vanellope being, like, 
a glitch where it's dangerous to the game. And, you know, they're all worried that, you know, she'll ruin the game if she races. And Elsa, where she's dangerous to all the people, you know, they, they didn't know until, like, she became queen that she had these powers. And then they're all like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> and then they're all scared of her. So... Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and, and again in both cases after they've kind of gotten control of it you see that it's actually kind of cool and an advantage yeah. you know it's all it's you know it's the same it's the Dumbo it's the Dumbo complex right right the very things <laughs> that held you down will lift you up alright so I, I think I've come to a decision here alright okay. okay so Vanellope is a really cool character but Elsa just there there's more to be learned about her and you know she she has you know this ability and i really want to see where it goes i liked frozen as a movie you know i I do definitely think it is like oversailed you know Mm -hmm. disney's pushing it everywhere what you you don't like elsa macaroni (laughs) jesus christ (laughs) elsa clementine's Anyway, but go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, go on, go on. I am so. going to have to pick Elsa on this one. All right. Wow. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I think there's a lot more to be developed in the second movie, and we're going to we're gonna learn yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. Second win for her. Yeah. Wow. As the first movie was about Anna, really, you know, yeah. this one seems like it's really going to be about Elsa, which could be really cool. Yeah. So, mm, yeah. Dang. And that's a okay. tough choice. That's a tough choice, because yeah. I love Vanellope. I yeah. really do. She's a great character. Yeah. And if yeah. you guys haven't seen um, Ralph Breaks the Internet, you should, or, yeah. Yep. That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you should you should watch Ralph Breaks the Internet, because it is a great movie. It is. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. And so, stay past the credits. Let's see what this last one we're is. We're going in to the final round. Yeah. Who's, who's in the final round? Okay, so we're taking it back. These are some of the older Disney characters again. We have Snow White. Versus Cinderella. Oh, so some of the damn. older ones. Some serious classics yeah, going on some, right now. So it's two classics <laughs> against each other. Yeah, we other. got princess number so, one versus princess number two. Exactly. So this yeah. one's going to be interesting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anthony doesn't seem to share our enthusiasm. Yeah, I know. He's like looking <laughs> off like. Eh. Come on, Judge. Okay. <laughs> Checking your phone. No, no, no. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the board. With the yeah. bracket, right. I'm looking mm-hmm. at Snow White, yeah. and I'm looking at Cinderella. I'm like, man, this one's gonna Gotta be think fun about one. it. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. gonna be tough. Gonna All be right, so which one do you guys want to talk about first? Um, let's talk oh. about the first Snow White um, princess in the very first Disney full-length feature film, mm-hmm. um, Disney's Folly. But mm-hmm. it ended up not being a folly, and it ended up mm-hmm. being pretty sweet. But yeah, being the first princess, kind of setting the ground rules for everything to follow yeah after that not just in princesses but in animation so many of these movies and princesses that we've talked about are game changers yeah um elsa's a game changer ariel's a game changer and snow white is obviously <laughs> a game changer because without i mean without snow white and the seven dwarves honestly that was the first ever animated movie period yeah so there wouldn't be any animated movies for many networks if it weren't for the innovations that Disney made back in 1937. Mm-hmm. And because this movie, everyone went to see it thinking it would fail. Mm-hmm. Everyone bought tickets to go see it because they thought it was going to be bad. And then they liked it, so they went back and saw it again. That's so 
That's so amazing. Could you imagine that today? Like, somebody, people are like, oh my god, that, that movie's gonna fucking fail. Let's go see it. <laughs> let's just go see oh, no, how bad the, it is. Yeah, it's go. like, you because, know. Because well, back then it wasn't like, well, gee, let me just wait for it to get on video. <laughs> it was true. like, go see it in the movies or never see it unless yeah. it comes, it, it happens to be on TV that's, at some point. That's true. Nowadays I'm like, eh. Yeah. I'll, I'll maybe and you watch better, it on, you yeah. know, from the library. Yeah. I'll check it out. And you or... better catch it when it's on TV or else you're going to have to wait for the summer reruns. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Yeah, people <laughs> had to time. go to the theater yeah. to see. <laughs> I don't even think they had summer reruns in the 30s. No. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, the character of Snow White is very interesting. She, it, It's kind of good that she is paired up against Cinderella being too sort of passive princesses, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Talked about this in round one, um, where, where Cinderella is kind of passive in her own story, you know, obviously does hard work and mm-hmm. and uh, makes it happen, but, uh, you know, a lot of the things happen for her or to her with the help of the fairy godmother, mm-hmm. things like that. And in the same way with Snow White, um, with less magic involved, but um, is told by the huntsman to run away from the yes. from the evil queen instead the unsung of the hero of the film exactly because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. kill her <laughs> yeah. um, and then at that point kind of you know stumbles across the the dwarves house and and you know lives there for however long peacefully i guess in in her own way kind of at that point it would become kind of yeah. a passive mm-hmm. you yeah. know lifestyle where she's just kind of taking care of the house while they mm-hmm. go mine yeah. for all the money so they kind of had similar lives in a way, although Cinderella was forced to do these, right. these chores. Right. But they both, their dress is very similar. They're, you know, very kind of tattered, worn dress-like things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Snow White has these, like, clog-looking shoes, and mm-hmm. and their clothes are very plain. And then they both do chores, basically, right. before they become and anything. You know what's crazy is that Snow White knows she's a princess. Mm-hmm. But Cinderella starts out, obviously, as not a princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Snow White, she knows she's a princess, but she has no problem totally adapting to this new lifestyle. She She's being hunted for no reason that she could possibly know of. <laughs> yep. And both of these characters totally represent innocence, right? Because neither one of them did anything wrong. Mm-mm. But they're both being, you know... Well, Cinderella, it's more like oppression and and, and uh, Snow White, she's being actively pursued mm-hmm. just because of the way she looks because mm-hmm. she's prettier than the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's actually really interesting that she has no issue kind of just like rolling up, uh, suddenly taking care of seven people, um, <laughs> doing all their dishes, all of their laundry. You know what I mean? Yeah, not very princess-like. Her, yeah, her attitude never changes. She's never upset about it. You know, she still finds time to have a have a good time. They still mm-hmm. laugh. They still sing songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I mean, the movie had to be pretty like basic mm-hmm. because it was the first one. Yeah. But you know, honestly, she never has has a moment where she's just like, "Man, <laughs> this sucks." <laughs> I used to be a princess. <laughs> right. Like things were pretty cool, and yeah. then um, I don't know why, but I had to run away and. 
her attitude's pretty admirable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's able to make the best out of the worst. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. um, and ends up becoming friends with all the dwarves, mm-hmm. um, which helps. You know, if she had to take care of these seven guys just because. Like, right. they were giving her shelter. Who go to work and do nothing. I mean, like, they go to work for no reason, yeah. you know? It- Part, it's it's in their song. They say, <laughs> that we have no idea why we're digging these up, but we are. And they go to work for we're no reason. It. It's like, well, they could just be home helping her with chores, but whatever. I mean, yeah. <laughs> go to you your know? job where you just throw diamonds away. It's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Eh, you know. <laughs> just so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, even in animated form, it's, like, hard to watch them, like, take rubies and just, like, toss them over a yeah, cliff. Yeah, this like, one's ah. not as, this one's not as nice, so it's out of here. <laughs> oh, oh, here's all the nice ones. Gone. Jeez. You know, we talked about all that stuff, but then once the evil queen shows back up in the story, mm-hmm. um, she takes, she's convinced to bite this apple, mm-hmm. um, supposed to kill her, I yeah. assume. It's interesting because in the movie, like, that apple is so... Because she, she has a basket of apples. And that is, like, literally the only one that looks that way. The other ones are, like, this greenish color. And that one's, like, this bright red. Yeah. That's why like, she picked here, it. Here, these apples are great. But it's, like, these apples? You're right. giving me just one. What, yeah. what if in that movie, Snow White was like, I'm not really a fan of these red ones. Let me have one of those green, green. ones. Yeah, I like the sour apples. Those yeah. are the ones I like. I like the Granny Smith, man. <laughs> yeah, more of a Granny Smith girl myself. <laughs> I honestly, it makes sense that she would take the apple. Yeah. Um. You know, she's a child. Yeah. She it, was told it was magical. Yeah. It she would make it, her. It was wishes a magic wishing true. apple. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, and she's a child, and you know, this is a little old lady. And honestly, for being real, she's probably just trying to be polite. This woman's like, here, take a bite, eat it. She's like, okay, Jesus, because Mm. she helps. (laughs) She helps her. You know, the um, the wicked witch like acts like she's hurt and everything, and she's like, oh, you know, oh, thank you for helping me. You're so nice here for helping me. I'm gonna give you this, and so obviously, like, if you're being offered something after helping someone, it's like, okay, well. You know, I appreciate you appreciating me. Right. So and, I'll, I'm going to take And this. it's a really unassuming costume. Like, I have given a little old lady a ride before. Like, that's definitely mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's definitely something where someone puts gives their puts their guard down. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, a little old lady. She's so fragile. Yeah. You no know? way would she want to hurt me. Yeah. So let's talk about... Until she stabs her. Let's talk about Cinderella. Yes. For a minute. We've already talked about her before. Mm -hmm. She won against Aurora. Yes. um, In the Battle for the Ages. (laughs) Yeah. It was a bloodbath. Um, (laughs) Okay. Sorry. Moving on. I I haven't heard that episode yet. (gasps) Spoilers. Well, Aurora... um, Oh, sorry. Cinderella. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, We like Cinderella because of her work ethic. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the thing that I think that she... That made her... Gave her a one-up over Aurora. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact that Cinderella is totally... She doesn't... She's not exactly content in her situation. Mm -hmm. However, she is willing to have a positive attitude while going ahead and doing all the things that they want her to do Mm -hmm. she never complains about it she never acts like she's above anything and when it comes time for her to find a way out of it she's like yes (laughs) 
I will, I will get a dress, you know, (laughs) and, and the mice help her obviously. And it's because of her kindness and her patience and her Mm -hmm. ability to talk to animals. Um, and to, you know, it's because she actually treats them with respect. That's why the animals do those nice things for her, like making her a dress and ultimately letting her out of the prison, uh, when she's locked up in the tower so she can come downstairs and be like, oh, a glass slipper like this one. And she's like, hey, yeah. you know. Luckily, oh, still that's had the fine. Other one. I have the other one. Yeah. You know, that pivotal moment of the movie where it's like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's really her. Oh. So I have to say, she is amazingly talented. There's a scene where she is bringing um, this morning <laughs> breakfast oh, yeah. to Drusilla <laughs> and Anastasia yeah. and her wicked stepmother. And so she's... Lady ba- she is literally balancing three different dishes she's got one on her left hand mm-hmm. one on her right hand and then one on top of her head yes. which is freaking amazing which really Up gives that me huge staircase too. Yeah. yeah it gives me tiana vibes too yeah th- you know what that's a good like point. balancing all that stuff yeah 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 anyway. and then but not only does she go and like deliver those dishes she also takes so when she delivers a dish she takes a like you know container of laundry essentially and and like swaps it out so so she's constantly holding three different things and she has and like cinderella knows what a good life is because she had a good life before lady tremaine came in and took everything over Mm -hmm. you know the they she lived kind of on a rich estate you know like her father was very good to her and then when her father died that's when Lady Tremaine starts to squander all of their wealth and, you know, forces her to be a maid. Mm-hmm. And so even though she knows that she is in an incredibly unfair situation, her demeanor never, you know, like she never shows that she's upset about it mm-hmm. or really ever fights back. The only time she does is when they rip up her dress the first time. Yeah. Um, before the ball. And obviously that's... You know, you can't blame her, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Did all this work, was ready to go, and then they still didn't let her. Yeah. Because they told her, like, yeah, sure, you can go if you finish all the billion chores we give you. And mm-hmm. she did. Yeah, she still, you know. She took them at their word, and she expected them to still let her go. And then they, you know, did what they did. So, obviously. Backtrack. Obviously. And, <laughs> and she didn't honestly go. I mean, like, I know we were. I said earlier that, like, she found <clears> a way out of her lifestyle. But, like. She didn't honestly go to the ball expecting that the prince would pick her. Right. No. You know, she just wanted to go to the ball. I think you mentioned it in the other episode. Yeah, yeah. she just wanted to have a good time, well, if, which she deserved. Though though I I I remember this now from last time we talked about it. I think it was implied that the prince would be looking for suitors right, at the right. ball. Yeah. So they kind of knew and they and, and Lady Tremaine probably knew that Cinderella was prettier than her daughters. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, well, we can't have Cinderella go because that's competition for my daughters who I will, you know, by any means necessary, make one of them marry the queen. Like, mm-hmm. she, yeah, like... or I mean, marry the prince. Yeah. She, uh, she tries, you know, they were trying to force their feet mm-hmm. into the glass slipper, you know. I mean, yeah, in the original they, story, was it Grimm, Grimm, the Grimm brothers or yeah, something? Yeah, there are they, different like, versions of the story. shaved off, they or, cut like, off their cut heel off the heel their toes. and the toes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So they can fit into the it shoe. Was, it was that big yeah, of bad. a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, so that, you know, that's kind of why they didn't want Cinderella going. But in Cinderella's case, you're right. 
she didn't care about that. Mm-mm. She just wanted to go and have one night of fun. Yeah, I mean, I think that she knew it was a possibility, but she sure. didn't go thinking, oh, gee, if I go, then the prince will surely marry me. Fall in yeah. love with I mean, it me. might have been in the back of her mind, but I don't think that, you know, that was her end game. Mm-hmm. I think she really just wanted to, you know, have a night where she felt like a human being again. Mm-hmm. So not having to do chores and wear a beautiful dress. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's so good. The fairy godmother showed up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What a savior. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So turns all her mice, which, which we mentioned in the last episode, the last time we talked about her, how some people might think, Oh, well the fairy godmother does all this for for her. her. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of on, you know, but you can't look at it like that because Cinderella did all this work ahead of time. Like, if they weren't just the worst, if her step family just weren't the worst ever, yeah, she had done all that stuff ready to go herself. She would have gone, would have been great, whatever. But because they're the absolute worst humans, um, the fairy godmother then stepped in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I exactly. mean, yeah, it's because she was such a nice, trusting yeah. person. She deserved mm-hmm. to yeah. have that happen to her, and it, it, you know, it makes sense. She got. You, she kind of got back what she put into it, you know. Right. So, yeah. so it is really hard when you're comparing them because we don't have a lot on Snow White. No, like you know what I mean. Um, because her movie is is very short and it's very in basic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it in comparison to the things that have come out since. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but when you think about it, just on a very basic level, it's like you know she accepted the world around her. Mm-hmm. She adapted to change when she figured out she couldn't live as the life that she had anymore mm-hmm. she had to learn how to be somebody else mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. um she her story has taught millions countless of ch- countless children uh not to take things from strangers mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yes <laughs> no matter how delicious you know they what's look. interesting is i ended up watching an, a clip of it because i haven't seen it in a while to be honest i'll mm-hmm. be honest and um, when the prince first comes around, she runs from him. Oh, yeah. She literally runs back into the, like, castle-type place that yeah. she has. And, and like, kind of hides away, kind of shyly and everything, which is interesting. I'm like, that's kind of like stranger danger, which is yeah. interesting. It's like, woman, you were just singing about when I was going to appear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he appeared, and what did you do? Run away. And that's that relationship is so weird in yeah. comparison to all the other ones, too, because, like, he doesn't know her at all, no. but he sees her laying in the casket, and he's like, I gotta kiss that corpse. So yeah. if you could just like lift up the, the lid, and then he kisses her, and it's like, oh no no, she's alive, you know. Like... <laughs> oh look at that! It's the prequel to Corpse Bride. <laughs> <laughs> the the last thing though, it, you can't forget. I mean, like I said, we try to um, remove the movie, yeah, from the character. So you gotta you gotta try not to. To think about it like that, but at the same time, like we said at the beginning, she's the grandmother of princesses in general. Right. The grandmother of of princess movies, the grandmother of animation. It's so incredibly important. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. She's a big deal. Yeah. Um, And, you know, when you think of any animated movie that you love, you know, you have to remember, like, it started with this movie. Yeah. Um, because this is this is what showed the world. I know that if this movie hadn't come out, maybe another one would have. 
done it, but it, this yeah. is the one that showed the world that animation was desirable and that people mm-hmm. would go see it and that it was something that you could you should dedicate your time and your resources to. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, so, so judge, about. what's your opinion? Yeah, how how you, how we doing? All right, so we have Snow White, who is the first mm-hmm. Disney princess, mm-hmm. and really sets the bar. Even though you know she doesn't have a huge you know backstory and all that, it kind of leaves more to your imagination. You know, you can kind of read into the situation a little bit. I mean, going from being a princess to being literally hunted. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> References. All right. So you have, you know, her, and she does. She, you know, lives. She finds a way. You know, she's living with, you know, seven dwarves, you know, having yeah. a jolly old time. Yeah. And then she helps, you know, the one person who wants her dead. And then, you know, ends up getting tricked by her. And then you, you know, juxtapose that with someone who works really hard. Is, you know, a good person. Fairy godmothers just don't show up for everybody, you know? (laughs) Still waiting for mine. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Oh, damn. She works really hard. She does all the chores she needs just to get a chance to go out and have a good time and it gets denied over and over again i'm sure this wasn't the first time that you know she was told if you do this you can do that and (laughs) it it didn't happen so she worked so hard and you know eventually got what she deserved but i'm gonna have to go with snow white on this one wow that's interesting just i the first Disney princess, mm-hmm. and it, it's not a long movie, but sometimes I like I like the shorter movies. They're, they're <laughs> <Yeah>. simpler. <laughs> it's a little easier to follow. Yeah, and like it's it's powerful, right? And and kind of contrary to what we talked about with Elsa being such a complex character and having so many layers, sometimes it is refreshing to kind of have a character who's, you know, kind of what what they are. You know, it, you can still appreciate what they are. Um, in, in its simplicity. That's why minimalism is a thing, you know? Yeah. Simplicity still works in its own way. So, yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Wow, okay. Anthony, what a great job. Yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thank yeah. you so much for you having made, me. Yeah, yeah. thank All you for coming. All the decisions coming. for us, so we're yeah, good. We always we're really, happy. Yeah, we really appreciate it. <laughs> Anthony's uh, been one of our most faithful listeners. and we, Yes. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, you know... If any of you out there are listeners, you can contact us. We've got a Gmail, blackcasearis.gmail.com. We yeah. also have a website. We do. We have an official website Woo-hoo. now, which Adam made. Why, do, do, do. Why thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it is blackcasediaries.com, correct? Heck yeah. Yeah. Sure is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, check that out, Yeah, friends. it's pretty awesome. So, that'd be pretty cool to look at. Um other than that, I mean, we, we just have the normal other social media. Um, so we have Twitter at uh, Black... Wait, what, what is Black Case one? Diary. Black Case Diary. Mm-hmm. That's right, because it's diary, not diaries. Uh-huh. And then we have Instagram, Black Case Diaries... Podcast. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm really bad, guys. No, Marcus, you do a great job. (laughs) 
And, you know, look out, too, when, uh, you know, during the week, we'll post Marcy's Wine of the Week. Yes. Uh, so you'll so you'll see what Marcy was drinking this episode. Yes, because I have had probably too much <laughs> this episode. Also, uh, you know, we like to post about the episode. And, um, you know, if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about, if there's any reason that you think you want to reach out to us, go ahead and do that. Yeah. We love to hear from you guys. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we love to we love to get into the discussion. If you have something to say about this episode or any other episode, yeah. hit us up. Yeah. We yeah. yeah, we'll take it, man. Also, we want to thank Anthony yes. very much. Yes, we really appreciate much. that you took the time to come. We are all, you know, scatterbrains and it takes a while to get everything together. So we really appreciate that you were patient with us. And mm-hmm. we are Happy to end the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Another case closed. Yeah. Help, you know, helped by our get, guest. Get ready oh, for the, well, get ready for the next one, huh? Thank you so much. I actually am a really big fan. I've Aww. been listening since like the third episode. I've only missed one because I haven't seen the Into the Spider Verse yet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna watch that movie soon. We need to and buy, then I'm go back buy it. Let's buy it for him. We should buy it for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go it's back. a good one. You'll enjoy it go back and listen but uh keep up the good work i'm, I'm gonna continue to listen oh thanks Thank Anthony. You. we appreciate it's it gonna make me cry um, no. so so we've got uh, we've got our elite eight yes princesses now oh we're oh we are getting we're down really, to the end yeah we're in it now folks yeah. so now now the rest of them are gonna be <laughs> past winners we don't have any new yes. princesses to add so, so it's stay gonna get, tuned it's gonna get real hot here we go <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. Later.